Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. You don't see Israeli soldiers raping. Um, well, Dana, I think anywhere. we're not. I don't want this to be the hierarchy of oppressions. Harvard ranks the lowest when it comes to protecting Jewish students. This is why I've called for your resignation and your testimony today. Not being able to answer with moral clarity speaks volumes. Nobody answers these questions. And it's why people are furious with the cover up, because you don't believe the FBI is accountable to Congress or to the American people. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. The new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll free number. It is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we're all just talking before the the show starts here today. There was nothing wrong with the debate last night, except the people, a couple of the people on the stage. Well, I guess that's a big part of a debate, right? Uh, Chris Christie has no business being on that debate stage. He knows he has no chance of ever winning any primary, any caucus, any place, any time, anywhere. It's just not going to happen. And we all know why he's in this race. He's in this race to be the Republican to bludgeon every opportunity he gets Donald Trump. We we got the message, Chris. You hate Donald Trump. Whatever, Wherever that beef is coming from, I don't know. I don't really care. 
Uh, you left office with a 14% approval rating. I can't think of anybody, even Mayor Adams, who had his lowest approval rating in New York, is at 28%. He's double what you were when you left. Um, but that's the only reason he's there. Uh, now, if Vivek Ramaswamy has not worn on you as of yet, and you watched any of that debate last night, I, I just can't take it anymore. I really, I just, he, he's like so full of himself. Comes in with all his prepared lines, thinks he's the toughest guy out there. And um, honestly, the only two candidates, if they're really serious candidates, that are both facing an uphill challenge because of the monumental lead that Trump has in this primary. I mean, Trump Trump is running away with this. Now, I would caution people in this sense that, and we'll have our posters on later about this, is that, you know, in the case of of Iowa, it's a very, very interesting state because it's a caucus state and where where you place in the voting matters and and then people get to go not once, not twice, and it all depends how many times actually you know, caucus. Um it's very organizational it's like a it's organizationally driven. You need a good organization, ground game going on there. Um historically people have come out of nowhere and they've they've won Iowa uh, Governor Huckabee, if I recall, I think he won Iowa. Rick Santorum won Iowa. Ted Cruz won Iowa. There is a very heavy uh, evangelical pre- uh, vote in Iowa. It's a great state. The people are great. It was great to be with the people there this week. And anyway, so, you know, the debate was fine, except you have these people screaming at each other that you know have no chance of ever winning anything. And why are they even up there on the stage? I, I think it could be handled a lot better and, and more differently. Look, maybe I'm biased because I, I did the debate, one-on-one debate with Newsom and, and Governor DeSantis. I just thought it was a, a better format for for both people and the viewers and keeping it focused. You know, one, one other thing you got to think of, too, here is... You know, if you're on a debate stage with four people, six people, eight people, you're waiting minutes and minutes and minutes to get, you know, your two, your 30 seconds in. The, the clock monitoring drives me up a wall, even though I did some of it during the debate I was monitor, mo, uh, moderating last week, is at the end of the day, I kept saying, I want to let this debate breathe and take on a life of its own. That takes a little bit of cooperation between the people debating to make that happen. Uh, as I said, I didn't want to be a hall monitor because that's what you feel like. Uh, I'm not blaming any of the, the moderators that they're doing their job, but okay. Uh, okay. You know, somebody's in the middle of finishing a sentence. I did not want to stop people, even though the light was red. I let them finish their thoughts. I told both candidates ahead of time I would allow them to do that and to try to please not take advantage of it. And there really was only one big number I was looking at, and that was the total time that they spoke. And I think by the end, Gavin Newsom had about 90 more seconds of speaking time than Governor DeSantis did. Um, so that that was the number that I felt would be the most fair. Um, and they look, you have candidates that come in with rehearsed lines. They have agendas. There's nothing a moderator can do about that. Um, I can't stand when moderators and this I did not see this happen last night. But in, in the case of the town hall on CNN with Trump, you know, when the moderator thinks it's their job to fact check in real time, the person that they're interviewing, they're not running for president. But 
the person that is there, you're there to hear their views. The fact checking is going to happen. And so, but it doesn't have to happen in real time to the point where then the moderator or the person questioning somebody at a town hall actually becomes the story. I think that's a big mistake as well. Um, I must have done halfway decently because I didn't get the crap kicked out of me by the mob and the media, uh, which would normally be, you know, a standard operating procedure for them. I will tell you, we'll get into this later today. Um, I am still apoplectic. I am livid at what's going on, you know, since what happened earlier in the week when we had Congress call before them uh, the presidents of Harvard or Harvard, uh, MIT and uh, UPenn and all of them refusing to say that calling for the genocide of Jews is bullying and harassment according to their codes of conduct, even going as far as to say it needs to turn to action first. Oh, okay, so uh, does that hold true for every identity group that is out there? We always talk about identity politics. We always talk about demographics when we talk about polling. We'll have our posters on today. No, well, okay, if the same things were being said if you call for genocide of a particular race of people, if you call for genocide um, against the transgender community, if you call for genocide against the LGBTQ community, uh, or if somebody was Islamophobic, you know, you're saying that that does not call for some type of significant real punishment unless it turns into action. So that means they're willing to accept. Uh, people that are racist and sexist and misogynistic and homophobic and xenophobic and Islamophobic. And as long as it doesn't turn to action. Now, what's happened is the donor class at these universities and those people that, you know, put a, give them huge dollars for their endowments. I think Harvard has nearly $40 billion in endowment money. You know, this is real money, and, and that donor class has gotten really pissed off at the fact that they've been tolerant of language such as, you know, calls for antifada from the river to the sea, you know, all the anti-Semitism that we've talked about. I noticed that the UPenn president, I noticed that Harvard's president, oh, we were taken out of context. No, they were not taken out of context. They've had such a backlash from their terrible appearance after the great job that Elise Stefanik had done on them. Uh, in the hearings this week that they had no choice but to walk it back and they're all now trying to keep their cushy jobs as president of these universities and what they should have done is is something called the right thing from the beginning and that is no you don't get to call for genocide of anybody you don't get whatever identity group it happens to be whatever religion it happens to be no you don't get to call for genocide and that in and of itself is a threat of violence you know, all the people that are so woke that they constantly talk about a hostile, intimidating environment for students, a hostile, intimidating environment in the workplace. If you work with Linda every day, it is a hostile and intimidating environment. I can promise you that. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, that is that has been historically how they have measured these things. Um, I'll tell you one sad story as we kick off the day. This was in the Daily Wire today on the eve of the annual uh, Army-Navy, I'm not sure the date on this, uh, football game. Joni Ernst, who served in the military for 23 years, including as a company commander in Kuwait and Iraq, fired off a letter to Biden because of reports that military families 
that were hoping to attend the game. They can't book reservations at local hotels because they're being used to house illegal immigrants. They can't even get a reservation, which means for a lot of people, that means they can't go to the game because and and this was happening all over New York. It is costing a whopping Joe Biden's eight million plus illegal immigrants are costing the taxpayers an estimated up to four hundred million dollars. I'm sorry, $451 billion a year. That's annually. Now, he gave us $2 trillion more in new debt last year. You know, we're, that debt crisis, just to pay off the interest on the debt this year alone, is going to be over $1 trillion. We take in under $5 trillion. So before you spend a penny on national defense, before you spend a penny on Social Security or Medicare, before you spend a penny on anything, education, law enforcement, you have to pay a trillion dollars off in interest payments. That that would be a country that is headed towards bankruptcy and fiscal insolvency. You know, by the way, just as a means of comparison, uh, the White House in February of uh, this, I guess, well, I guess it was November of this year, they announced the administration is going to develop a national strategy to counter Islamophobia. They did this after the October seventh so attack. Literally, almost a month later, the White House announces via K, you know, KJP, right, the communicator in chief, that we're going to combat Islamophobia. I'm like, right. that's not the problem right now, lady. Yeah, that would be the the murder, the slaughter of innocent Israelis, which you know should have been a no brainer and a layup, but whatever. Um, there is a big point to make here. You know, go back to yesterday when we were discussing. Why are you laughing? You can say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Why? Just because sometimes I say things and they're like really profound. You're like, yes, yeah, so whatever. And you just keep moving. And I'm well, like, Well, actually, right. I've, I've prepared the show and occasionally you sort of like deviate away from I know. From I, I interjected. I, I Trying to stay focused here. All right. All right. Uh, you know, when he said, well, I, I don't know if I'd be running if Trump was not running. You got to be kidding me. Now, if that is not an indicator, there's something going on. And the fact that they work so hard to back that back down from that and and back off of that, I'm not sure how to interpret it. But, you know, basically what he's saying is that's the only reason. Well, we didn't have the right one yesterday. We have the right the one. The one you're talking about doesn't exist. No, that's right. I don't want to pay. But if, it, if that's the only reason, that's not a reason to run for president. If Donald Trump wasn't running, I wouldn't. I, I'm not sure that I'd be running. Biden's approval has now sunk to 33 percent in the latest issues and insight poll. 33 percent. No president can win with a 33 percent approval rating. Period. Uh, but that is a in the CNN poll too. It began the year with a 45 percent fake news CNN job approval rating, and in polls between March and early November, about 40 percent. And the latest survey in fake news CNN's poll, he's at 37% in his approval rating. And let me tell you something, it's uh, 72% among Democrats. That is not enough to win an election. It just isn't. And as I've been telling you, he backed off his comment that he's only running to keep Trump out of the race. Um, you know, that, that just, at some point it becomes incredulous. And you know that these people are just lying to you, just flat out lying all the way across the board. Uh, we have more updates on the Biden family syndicate. The House Republicans have now unveiled their resolution to authorize the Biden impeachment resolution and formally authorize what has been going on as the evidence gets stronger and stronger every single day. There was a great column by our friend Miranda Devine today 
you know, Joe is a, the father of all liars. I mean, the exchange that he had, I think it was with Peter Ducey yesterday, you know, say it's a lie. It's just a lie. Uh, you know, you know that the president's eyes narrowed and the president was asked directly. But it was actually a New York Post reporter, according to Miranda, asking the question on the issue of farm business deals, you know. And anyway, so the president gets really mad because 70 percent. The question was President Biden on Ukraine and China. There's polling that almost 70 percent, including 40 percent of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or on or unethically in regard to your family business. Listen, uh, there is polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70 percent of Americans, including 40 percent of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans amid this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not. And it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their lies. business associates? I did not. They're what? lies. Anyway, so... Um, you know, there you have it. What is he doing? I don't think anybody, I don't think Joe knows what he's doing. You know, so I, the question I'm now being asked the most is whether or not Joe's going to be on the ticket in 11 months. I don't know if he's going to be there. I don't think anybody can, anybody that says they know what's going to happen next year, they're just guessing. They're not telling you they're guessing. They'll act, you know, they'll say it with extreme confidence, but they're not confident. They're guessing. You know, it's amazing. Uh, if you go back in the Trump years, how many times they were counting Trump's lies and they would chronicle them over and over and over again. Well, yesterday, Joe Biden gave a whopper. He says they're lies, they're lies. I did not when asked why he was interacting with so many of his family's foreign business associates. He just flat out lied. But we know now that he used a fake name when he emailed uh, the family money manager who Hunter used to funnel money to his father, Eric Sherwin, who was the financial guy in the company. That's the guy that Hunter would write and say, uh, which account should we use to pay off Pop's home repairs? Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. I cannot tell you how much we love it. And you know what? We get it up and running all year long. But in the spring, the kids are even more excited to go out because it's not as cool to get there. It's got awesome LED lights. Anthony and I can use it for our shoulders and our aching joints. And the kids are jumping around and swimming. And they're swimming better than ever because it's a Michael Phelps swim spot. And they're learning. It's fantastic. 100% built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com, put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, days are getting warmer, and it's so easy to reminisce about fond summer memories with you and your family. Hey, if you want those precious moments all year long, well, you might want to consider a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, imagine combining the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool all in one elegant package. Well, that's what you get with the Michael Phelps Swim Spa. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible. They have LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful massage jets will relieve pressure on any achy joint. 
And surprisingly, installation takes only one day. Linda, you love yours. I cannot tell you how much we love it. And you know what? We get it up and running all year long. But in the spring, the kids are even more excited to go out because it's not as cool to get there. It's got awesome LED lights. Anthony and I can use it for our shoulders and our aching joints. And the kids are jumping around and swimming. And they're swimming better than ever because it's a Michael Phelps swim spot. And they're learning. It's fantastic. 100% built in the U.S. by the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. Go to masterspas.com, put in the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. You save up to $1,000 off your Master Spa. Promo code Hannity for up to $1,000 in savings. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you'll get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Now, you get the same quality service that you get from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, but you get it at half the cost. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And guess what? There's no activation fees and no contract to sign, and they use the same cell towers and the same 5G network. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Anyway, this is a company that shares your values. They support our military and our veterans. And by the way, they don't advertise on fake news networks, thankfully. Go to the website, puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. The radio show the mainstream media loves to hate. This is the Sean Hannity Show. 25 to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program? Well, maybe I was wrong. I mean, it was kind of entertaining to watch Chris Christie calling Vivek the most obnoxious blowhard in America. You got to give him credit for that line. And a smartass. Um... The more he talks, the less anybody likes him because he just comes off as, well, first of all, he wasn't even a Republican until 2020. Didn't vote Republican until 2020. And if you remember, Linda, I was the first to call him out and he's going on all these shows and he's trashing me. And I'm like, all I did was quote him at the end of that exchange I had with him. I said, is there anything that I said that is factually inaccurate? No, like and why did we have, you know, a 10 minute argument over this? Um, but I think people need to like the person that is running for office on some level. Uh, but what do I know? But maybe that was worth the price of admission. <laughs> you know, you're, you're an obnoxious, the most obnoxious blowhard in America and a smart ass because he, it's obvious what he does. He's not, not a dumb guy. He's a pretty smart guy. He comes in and he has his rehearsed lines for every single other person on the stage. And he uses all of them. No matter what, he's going to get them all in. And having interviewed people as much as I have for all these years, you know when somebody's got an agenda when they come in. If you ask him a simple yes or no question, I'll get to your question in a moment. But first, let me, you know, they don't want to answer your question. Like most Democrats never want to ask the answer the question about what, if any, limits would you have on abortion? If a woman is in the seventh, eighth, ninth month uh, and the baby 
is viable outside the womb, do you still support abortion? They don't want to answer that question. And as I've said, this is a decision between the doctor and the patient, and the government has no business being in the delivery room. That's not my question. Would you support any restrictions at all, or do you support abortion up to the moment of birth? And, Those are the same people that made us get the vaccine mandate. Just Yeah, up. the same people that made us get the vaccine mandate. The government was all over that. Yeah. Um, and, by, and, you know, one thing that we didn't do on this program is we did not tell people what to do when it came to COVID. First of all, I just didn't know, At the, especially in the beginning. I don't think anybody knew anything. You were fine. My point is that when it, yeah. when it comes to abortion, they take a pass. When it comes to that, they got involved. Yeah. But, I mean, the idea that anybody is going to tell people what they, they should do on a vaccine like that, um, we knew early on the one thing that held true with COVID all throughout the pandemic was that it, it did tend to impact older people way more than younger people. It did turn, tend to impact people with uh, comorbidities and pre-existing conditions. There were exceptions to that. Um, I think one of the more interesting statistics that I, I dug up uh, post-COVID, when you're looking at how people handled it, uh, you know, California, for example, was a state that pretty much shut down and, and Florida stayed wide open and Florida schools had in-person learning in August of 2020. And interestingly, in spite of these two very different governing philosophies, they both ended up with, uh, you know, death rates that were well below the national average. That's pretty interesting because there's such different approaches. Um, anyway, look, I want to remind you about our friends at Pure Talk. Pure Talk, they're in business to compete with the big carriers, cell phone carriers, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. They have the same cell towers, the exact same ones as the big carriers. They use the exact same 5G network. And for the same exact service, the average family saves close to $1,000 a month. Many families save much more. Now Pure Talk has made it even uh, a better deal for you if you're looking for a new phone maybe your phone is on life support maybe it's time for an upgrade well right now they're giving away free moto g 5g phones when you sign up for their unlimited talk unlimited text and 15 gig data plan that's only 35 bucks a month you'll never get this from any of the big carriers uh but and it also that phone by the way offers two-day battery life an exceptional quad pixel camera and a whole lot more Anyway, it's simple to make the switch. They make it simple, fast, and easy. You dial pound 250. You say the keyword, save now. You talk with Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team. Making the switch is simple, fast, and easy. Anyway, just dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now, from our friends at Pure Talk. Um, so that was my big takeaway. By the way, I want to remind everybody, and I always think of my father on this day because I know this, this changed his life. And, and I've said this many times, I think all of us, if you really think about it, and you think of the lives of your parents, you think of the lives of your grandparents, in my case, my grandparents, all four of them came from Ireland, they came poor. Uh, in the case of my parents, they both grew up very poor. My mom in the South Bronx, my dad in bedford Stuy in Brooklyn, New York. And anyway, I mean, here we get hit at Pearl Harbor, December 7th, uh, 1941. As uh, President Roosevelt called it, notably, a date which will live in infamy. And you think of that day, 2,403 service members and civilians were killed. Another 1,178 were injured in the attack. 
We had two uh, two U.S. Navy battleships, the USS Arizona, the USS uh, Utah, were permanently sunk. 188 aircraft were destroyed. Commemorations are being <clears throat> are held every year in Hawaii. I've been there, actually broadcast from where the Arizona sunk. Um, and anyway, it's Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, and my dad, like so many others, signed up. He was in the Navy. He spent four years fighting in the Pacific. Um, and amazingly, he never, ever wanted to talk about it. And I was a curious kid. I wanted to know, well, what was it like, Dad? You went to war. What was that like? Just uh, it's not good, son. I mean, just like that. Never wanted to talk about it. I had a relative. I won't say which one. That fought in World War II. And this was the strangest phenomenon. Maybe the earliest signs that PTSD was real. But if a plane, while he was sleeping, if a, a plane, if he consciously sub, or subconsciously picked up hearing an airplane uh, flying above him, while he's asleep, he would automatically just kind of roll off the bed and go to sleep under the bed. I mean, it's the strangest thing ever, right? Sounds like the strangest thing ever. But, you know, let me tell you, I've met people that suffer from PTSD. It is very real. We way over deployed in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they did way too many tours of duty. And to live under that type of stress, you know, for a year at a time and two years at a time and three years at a time, it is it's just too much because you're constantly in a, you know, live or die situation. And it fundamentally alters who you are, how you think, and and what your feelings are. Um, there is one more case now to keep Donald Trump off the ballot that has been dismissed. The last one was Colorado, if my memory serves me right, although there was news yesterday that they're gonna, going to bring that to the Colorado Supreme Court, but there's more than two dozen cases that have been filed across the country. None have succeeded, and I don't think any will succeed. But a federal court dismissed a case arguing that former President Trump is ineligible to appear on the Arizona primary ballot next year based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And Trump's motion to dismiss for lack of subject matter jurisdiction is granted. The U.S. District Judge in this case, Douglas Rays, writing in an order filed on December 5th. Twelve-page opinion. He noted that the civil petition filed in Arizona is one of 27 cases that John Anthony Castro has filed against President Trump. The judge described the plaintiff as ostensibly a candidate for the Republican nomination. Now, that does not take away the very real challenges. And, and Donald Trump was back in court in the civil case in New York today. I don't think he was there for any particular reason, except he's just showing up and letting him know that he's paying attention. And things there have gotten so far out of hand. And the, the heart of this case in New York just blows me away. I've never seen such rank hypocrisy. Number one, and we played this yesterday, you have an attorney general that ran on a platform to destroy him, one man that she named numerous times, one organization, the Trump organization, and one family, the Trump family. And what they're looking and what they're seeking to have happen in this civil trial is they want a conservator of some type to take over all their family businesses in New York and basically cancel the Trump family from ever doing business again in New York. You know, I don't know what impact that would have on all of their employees in New York. And the premise of this is the idea that 
their valuations of their properties uh, were artificially inflated to get better rates on loans that that they were getting from banks. Now, here's the problem with all of this. The buildings that we're talking about are hundreds of millions of dollars. It says in every one of Donald Trump's contracts, don't rely on our numbers, which is kind of stating the obvious because no bank is going to lend that amount of money without doing their own due diligence. They have a fiduciary responsibility to do the evaluations or valuations themselves. And then then what gets ironic in all of this is there's not one company, there's not one bank, there's not one insurance company that is complaining at all here. This is just to go after them and then find them another $250 million. Now, as part of the case, now, remember, it was they ruled before they ever went into the courtroom against the Trump family. They already lost the deal. Now it's a matter of what the punishment will be, whether or not they get canceled in New York, whether or not their properties have to be handed over to somebody else to run, which is insane in and of itself. And But ironically, the only people that we know for sure that are guilty of putting out false valuations would be the judge in the case who continues to insist that a property that is far closer to a billion dollars in value is only worth a mere 18 million dollars and that has been the valuation of the judge and the judge sticks sticks by this now we put properties now that's a, a 20 plus acre property on on the beach side of palm beach and that also has the same property on the intercoastal side of Palm Beach. It's a it's a massive, massive property. And it's impeccably maintained. And it's got two clubs uh, associated with it. I guess a dinner club and then they have their beach club. And they it's a historic building, but it's also a residence. And I put up on the screen, there are empty lots, two-acre lots, selling for $200 million in Palm Beach right now. Dirt. Nothing but dirt. There's no building at all. Now, how's that worth? How is it possible that that's worth 200 million or maybe they get 150 million? Whatever they get for it, how is that possible? But Mar a Lago's 18 million? And when I was doing the town hall in Davenport the other night, I said, I'll buy it from you. I don't have 18 million dollars laying around, but I would definitely find it. I think any good investor would want to be my partner in that deal because. Uh, you could turn around and flip it and make a fortune on day one. Uh, there is an investigation, House Judiciary Committee, that's Jim Jordan's committee, into whether or not the Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, coordinated with the January 6th committee. This should be interesting to find out what's going on here. Anyway, the committee chairman, uh, Jim Jordan, and Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia are leading the probe after learning that Willis's office has uh, coordinated their investigative actions with the partisan select committee now that committee you know was i know liz cheney's on our big book tour and she's out there the irony in all of this to me is liz cheney has now partnered with the very people that wanted her father charged with war crimes the very people that wanted her father arrested the very people that wanted her father put in jail you think there might be a little sympathetic action you know sympathy towards somebody in the public eye that is is being hounded to death but apparently not but they never answered the question why the sergeant at arms was never interviewed why nancy pelosi's records were never obtained why they never listened to the capitol police chief who 
in his own book and on this program and other programs said he was begging for the National Guard. You know, why did they not delve into what even NBC News reported? And that was that they had actionable intelligence that things were being planned for January 6th ahead of time. And they made no made no precautions at all whatsoever. Nothing. They did absolutely nothing to prepare for that. Uh, anyway, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, this is pretty interesting, by the way. Uh, out in California, many re- major retailers in California, Linda, you'll like this story, are just weeks away from the holiday season and weeks away from having to create what are called gender-neutral toy sections for children or they risk in California being fined hundreds of dollars under a new law uh, set to take effect in the new year. Under the terms of the legislation, Governor Gavin Newsom signed into law uh, that as uh, that if any department store has 500 or more employees that sell children care items or toys, they must have a gender-neutral section, quote, regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either boys or for girls. The law defines child care items as any product designed to facilitate sleep, feeding, children, relaxation, or to help children with sucking or teething and defines children as those 12 and under. Any store that fails to create a gender neutral section faces a fine and violations of the fine. Is this what government is for? Is this really what government is this the government that we wanted? Unbelievable. Poor Eric Adams, mayor of New York. He is so mishandled Joe's illegal immigrant uh, situation. He now only has a 28% approval rating. Almost feeling bad for him. I I don't feel bad for him at all. No, not at all. I don't even believe he has 28%. I'd love, I wish they could have a real election tomorrow. Him against Curtis Lee. I think Curtis Lee could win. Curtis Lee could definitely win. Maybe if he didn't get foreign funding. Yeah. How relevant are the polls that we keep reading every day about what's going to happen 11 months from now? Uh, we'll get into it with our panel of pollsters, John McLaughlin, Robert Cahaley, Matt Towery. They'll check in with us. Later on, his new book, March to the Majority. We'll talk to him about all of this and especially about what's going on at the border. And now Mayorkas is actually offering, quote, a path to citizenship to the 8 million plus Biden illegal immigrants that are in the country unvetted, even from countries that hate our guts. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.